Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your new source for all types of podcasts. We are looking for new podcasts to add to our channel. So if you ever wanted to start a podcast, reach out to us via Twitter, DM, or just add us at SND Podcast. Or message us on Facebook or even email us at SNDPodcast at gmail.com. Once you reach out to us, we'll tell you the best way to create a podcast. All types of podcasts are, are welcome. So anything you want to talk about for a podcast, just let us know. No idea is a bad idea. We're already on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play, and all other podcast apps. All you have to do is record the podcast. So hit us up soon so you can start your podcast now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 11 of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. I am, of course, Jay, once again, new and improved 2017 version, bringing you all the hits and misses when it comes to professional wrestling. Um, like I said, this is episode 11, and I have a special guest with me. He was on episode 6 of this very show, which was our longest show of all time, even with our old podcast that we had. So let's see if we can break that record. I don't think so because, you know, it's late and I'm tired, but we'll see what happens. We'll <laughs> go with the flow here. Um, I have, of course, my brother, my partner in crime, Izzy Israel. Happy New Year. What's going on, bro? <laughs> Happy New Year, man. Uh, let's do it. I'm excited to be on. Uh, 2016 was a pretty terrible year, but uh, it ended pretty well. So hopefully that momentum carries into 2017. And let's, uh, let's recap this year and, and talk about uh, what's, what's to come. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Um, now, just to throw it out there, uh, what we're going to be talking about on this show, a little quick synopsis of what's happening here. Um, the NFL playoffs just kicked off this weekend. This was wild card weekend. We had some decent games and we also had some blowouts. We'll get into that giant suck, <clears throat> but we'll get into that in a little bit. We will also talk about... Um, uh, uh, UFC 207 with the return of Ronda Rousey, which I'm sure she thought would have had a different outcome. We all, well, I knew personally it would have been the way it went down, but we'll get into that in a little bit. We're also going to talk about the unfortunate uh, year of 2016 with all the unfortunate deaths, not only in Hollywood, but also in professional wrestling as well. We lost a lot of guys, unfortunately, and... um. You know, we'll also uh, talk about up-to-date stuff when it comes to pro wrestling, as in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling just had Wrestle Kingdom 11, which had uh, a main event that everyone is still talking about, even though it's almost a week uh, since. Um, we, also, we also have the lead-up to the Royal Rumble, which is coming up this month, January 28th. Um, we, we could talk, we're going to talk about NXT. TNA is still around. I'll get into that in a minute. Um, they also hired, rehired some, uh, 
familiar faces, and when we get into that, we'll talk about those guys. And WWE also leaked a uh, first inductee into their 2017 Hall of Fame, and we'll get into that, all of that stuff into the, in this show. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Now, Izzy, as, as you know, 2016, we lost a lot of people. Like we sure did a lot. Like it was ridiculous <laughs> sure how many people we lost in the entertainment world and in pro wrestling. Now I looked up a list and I wrote some names down because if I would have wrote all of them down, my half of my notebook would have went. So I wrote a name. <laughs> I wrote some names of 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 people that I'm sure us we would know and people that we grew up seeing on TV and 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 in music and in all this other stuff and in wrestling and in wrestling itself. So I'm going to just go through these names real quick and when it's over, I guess we can give our opinions and and you know, I guess a quick little tribute of what of whoever our favorites were or whatever whatever. Right. So uh, I'll just start it off. <clears throat> we we lost David Bowie. We lost um, Vanity. Who, if you remember Vanity, she was one of Prince mm-hmm. Prince's dancers. Prince's joint, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we lost Prince. Um, we, lost Prince. <laughs> we lost George Kennedy, who was an old actor. Tony Burton, who was an old actor. Nancy Reagan, who was the first lady. You know, obviously uh, married to Ronald Reagan, uh, who was a very controversial and renowned president. Um, we lost Frank Sinatra Jr. We lost uh, Fife Dog, who's uh, in a tribe called Quest. Tribe Called Quest. Um, had a great comeback album, by the way, for 2016. I, I have to listen to it. I, I saw them. I, I saw them perform, I believe, on SNL. And yeah. uh, but I have to check the album out. I got Spotify, yeah. so I'll hear it for free. So good. yeah, um, we lost Doris Roberts from Everybody Loves Raymond. She was the mom. Um, oh, did we for real? Yeah, yeah. She passed I away early know. this year. Oh, last year. Yeah. Um, we lost Muhammad Ali. <clears throat> um, George Michael. George Michael. We lost Gene Wilder. Obviously, for those who know Gene Wilder, he was uh, Willy Wonka. Um, we lost Jose Fernandez, uh, Florida Marlins baseball player. Yes, that was crazy. Um, we lost uh, Arnold Palmer, you know, famous golfer, and you know, obviously your favorite drink, if I remember correctly. You know, unfortunately, we lost Craig Sager a couple months back. Um, a Floris Henderson, who was the mom on the Brady Bunch. Um, this guy. You know, not beloved at all, but uh, some people have love for him. I don't. Fidel Castro, we lost. No, I don't know who does. <laughs> You'd be surprised. A, lo- a lot of people showed, uh, tributed Fidel sure. Castro. For God knows, I don't know, whatever. We lost Alan right. Thick, who, uh, me and my wife, we were watching Fuller House, and he actually made a made a cameo on the show, and we were like, we oh, right. we popped for it. We we're like, yo, it's Alan Thick. Yeah, right, I mean, right, right. Um, <laughs> like you said earlier, we lost George Michael. We lost Carrie Fisher. Obviously, Princess Leia. Who's not going to know Princess Leia? Um, yeah. A day later, we lost her mother, uh, Debbie Reynolds. Um, and needless to say, twenty sixteen was oh, <laughs> it was rough. It was just, and then December, it was just like you know, you know, yo, she, whatever you want to call twenty sixteen. It was like I'm going out with a bang, man. Yo, <laughs> who? George Michael died on Christmas. What? <laughs> like it was crazy. The man. dude made a. He had a Christmas song. Like, come on, man. Like, 
you couldn't hold out till the 26th. I'm just saying, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and in the wrestling side of things, we lost Balls Mahoney, Axel Rotten, um, Mr. Fuji, Iron Mike Sharp, Blackjack Mulligan. You know, so uh, needless to say, uh, 2016 had literally no chill when it came to uh, 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 taking people from us. So. And and a bunch of other names were on the list, like I said, and people we may have known, but uh, I decided not to because it would just take too long. Yeah, um, so podcast would be a memorial. Yeah. So which death, I guess, caught you off guard most, or or kind of impacted you the most out of out of that list? I mean, I wouldn't say impacted because it's like whatever, you know, nobody. Yeah, yeah. I really, you know, but I mean, the biggest death of the year would. Probably most likely be Prince. I mean, he's top five, you know, uh, artists of all time. Just as far as his musicianship, I mean, dude literally can play any instrument. I mean, he did Purple Rain the record, Purple Rain the movie. He was, you know, like a androgynous. Nobody knew if he was gay or straight, but he was just like this big time player and had all the girls and probably had all the guys. He was just a, <laughs> you know, a larger than life. A character, and then you know, Dave Chappelle immortalized him in the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he could play basketball like it was he's just a, <laughs> a legend. You know, it's, it's tough to, to have dudes like him and Michael, you know, go. The next one, I guess, of that ilk would be like Stevie Wonder if he were to pass. So, there's only a few of those guys left who are like music royalty, so to speak. And yeah, he's definitely one of those guys. Oh, and, and, and 2016 uh, tried to hoax us plenty of times. Speaking of Stevie Wonder, there was a rumor that he passed away. There was rumors that Keanu Reeves passed away. Like, just going after random dudes. And it was just like, okay, like, we get it. People are dying every day this year, but come on. Mm-hmm. Like, let's calm down with that. Um, I mean, out of everybody here, like... You know, I mean, a lot of these guys were older men. I mean, Muhammad Ali was sick for years. You know what I mean? Like, like eventually it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, I guess for me, man, uh, you know, Prince was up there. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing with with Carrie Fisher and then a day later her mother, that's rough. And like a week, right? No. The uh, the, week after the the, the day after. That's nuts, man. It was I don't the, watch any of that garbage, but, but I'm, sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Princess Leia is a big deal for some people. Oh yeah, stuff, she's so. she's immortalized, bro. With all the yeah, and and yeah. I'm a fan I'm a fan of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I mean, she wasn't my favorite character. Like it, I, I was right, right, right. I was too young to say I had posters of Princess Leia on my wall. You know what I mean? Right. But um. I'm more of a Vader guy, you know what I mean? Darth Vader, and then we grew up in the times where we had Darth Maul, and they introduced all these yeah. other characters. But, you know, it, it, that was just rough, you know what I mean? Um, and not for nothing, man, Craig Sager kind of hurt, you know what I mean? Ooh. I mean, you know, we, we've been you know watching what? the NBA all these years, and, you know, it yeah, that kind of hurt I forgot him. about him. He, he was the one that stung a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, he's... He's part of the game. I mean, he is the best sideline reporter, I mean, ever. I mean, just his, his swag alone, or lack thereof, with those shiny, weird, crazy suits. And, you know, he's just a big, he's just a part of the game. And, and to see him go, and 
I mean, you knew it was coming because he's battled with cancer and on and off again. He beats it. He didn't beat it. It was just tough, man. But I, I think they hired his son now, which is pretty dope. Oh. Um, so, you know, hopefully he'll carry that, that Sager legacy. But, you know, it won't be the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. And, and you know, and, and, I, and I'm pretty sure, like, when the playoffs come around and when the finals come around, they sh- they'll probably do, like, a memorial for him. Yeah, you know, all-star break. Yeah, like yeah, because, you know, that's going to be missed. And if they did hire his kid to do that, th- that kid better wear some weird outfits, bro, mm-hmm. to keep the legacy going. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, just to keep that going. But, uh, but yeah, that kind of – and in the wrestling world, like I said, you know, Balls Mahoney and Axel Ron, you know, dude, you know, you know we used to watch ECW back in the day, and you know – Absolutely. Most of those guys, if not all those guys, were – you know, they were on some dr- – they were on drugs, man. We, we all know that. We know those guys weren't clean. You know what I mean? And if they did get clean later on, which I'm pretty sure they didn't, um, you know, it's just a matter of time that their body, you know, is, like, done with it, you know? Um, and they died at a young age. They were both in their 40s, man. So, you know, eh. That's terrible. That sucks. I mean, Mr. Fuji was an old man. Blackjack Mulligan was an old man, but he was sick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it, to keep on the trend going of wrestlers dying before they're 50 kind of really sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dude, ha, ha, what were your thoughts when, when China passed away? I hope My initial thought was I hope that they... The WWE recognizes her and that she's remembered the right way. I mean, her post-WWE life or career or lack of career, whatever you want to call it, was, you know, smeared with uh, bad reality TV, uh, sex tapes, porn, you know. So for us, man, she was the the girl who could beat up the guys. Yeah. You know, nobody's beating this chick, especially female wrestlers. And I just wanted to be... I wanted her to be remembered... Like that, and not the girl who was, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl that got splooged on for a couple of years. Yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah. The thing, the thing with her is she's a tragic story, bro. You know what I mean? Because, like you said, she got she got dealt a bad hand. You know what I mean? Because the dude that she was with. You know Triple H, yeah, and and he ended up leaving her for you know the boss's boss's daughter, and and the way it went down was real shady, and you know what what's China gonna do? Yeah, you know I mean at that point, yeah, and apparently from what she said, she went to McMahon, you know, big the boss, and well, what are you gonna tell him? Oh, your daughter is mm-hmm. your daughter took my fiance away. Of course he's gonna side with his daughter. Yeah, you know I mean so. You know, they got rid of her, and, you know, she, she got depressed, and she dealt with, you know, she got addicted to drugs and, and alcohol, and then she went down the road she went down. Um, but when she did pass away, they Triple H in an interview did say, you know, when the time comes, you know, she, in his mind, she should be in the Hall of Fame for her, contrib- for, for her contributions, but he's afraid of putting her there because what? kids are going to look her up and what are they going to find? You know what I mean? Like, you know, because if you look her up now, the first thing you're going to see is not her wrestling career. You know what I mean? Well, that's a fact. And, and they don't want to make the mistake that they did with Sonny. They put Sonny in the Hall of Fame and she ended up doing all that stuff afterwards. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, they, they kind of need to be careful uh, who they put in this Hall of Fame because... Just like with Hogan. I mean, but later on, Hogan, you know, he said the N-word and, and, you know, 
Yeah, <laughs> we all know we all know what they did with Hogan. Even though it looks like he's in the good graces again, he might make a return, but who knows with that? Um, so yeah, in in that regard, you know, hopefully twenty seventeen is a little nicer <laughs> in terms of uh, so keeping bad. everybody where they are and and just being safe. You know what I mean? Um, so that out the way. Hopefully, like I said, this year, hopefully everyone stays where they are. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I mean, so. Let's get let's get into something more exciting. Let's get into some football, man. Uh, football. The playoffs. Finally a season that I could be proud of. So yes, Mr. Cow- Mr. Cowboy fan yourself. Uh, <laughs> you know, you guys only lost what three games this season, and 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 sure, let's right. be real, two because the 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 third loss, yeah, I didn't really care about because you already mm-hmm, clinched. Mm-hmm. So um this this weekend was wild card weekend we had some uh had some snoozers and we had some interesting games uh so the way the playoffs are looking right now uh we can we can give our picks for the divisional round which is next weekend um pittsburgh defeated who did they beat uh Oh, they beat, they beat a ugly Miami team, and that yeah, was yeah, they smacked that was just a wax job on that. I, I'm not gonna even talk about that. I mean, Big Ben, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell. That's all you need to know. Um, now Houston won against uh, who the hell did Houston beat? They beat some Oakland. Yeah, that's sad, bro. I feel for them, man, because. Well, first of all, they're my my uncle's favorite team, so I always have like a little soft spot for them. Um, and, and, you know, they've, they've done it through the draft. They've done it the right way with the Mark Cooper, a, a car, uh, Mac. So they, yeah. they really, they really rebuilt the right way and they had an incredible season. Um, and then this dude gets hurt, you know, a uh, car gets hurt. I think the second to last game of the season or something, and he's out and you got a rookie quarterback, you know, playing in his first ever football game or something. Yeah. It's just, it sucks, man. First, it, first start, horrible. first game, and and it's yeah, in man. and it's in the playoffs. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's heartbreaking for, for Oakland fans. And let me just throw it out there. Houston sucks, okay? Oh, they, like, they're lucky. They, they <laughs> Brock Osweiler is not what everybody thought he was going to be. Uh, you know, the, ugh. And, and, you know, J.J. Watt, fine, he's hurt, and their defense is still doing okay. But, you know, they, they went against a depleted team, and mm-hmm. and now they're going to get killed because they're going against my boys in the next round. So, <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, Brock, okay? Because Brady's coming, all right? So, hey, boss. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so, yeah, so Pittsburgh beat uh, Miami. Houston defeated the Raiders. Seattle defeated the Lions. I'm not going to even lie. I did not watch that game. Um, (laughs) And the game of the weekend for me, because I hate the Giants, even though I live in New York. Yeah, uh, put that in your pipe. Um, The Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. And and it all happened in the second half because the first half was all defensive. Yeah, yeah, field goals and stuff. Yeah, so Aaron Rodgers just torches the Giants in the second half, and it was beautiful to watch, man. Aaron Rodgers, not for nothing. If Tom Brady wasn't still in the league, I think Aaron Rodgers would be my favorite quarterback. Um, it's true. He's just he's a he's a beast, man. He, he he's elite. He's a robot. Yeah, I mean, hopefully for them. I mean, it looks like they lost some key players. Uh, hopefully, Jordy Nelson doesn't have broken ribs. Um, Hopefully he does. <laughs> he's, he's, um, 
We're all the ribs, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they lost somebody else. Uh, I forget. I, f- I forget who. But uh, but yeah, that takes us to the the divisional round, which is next weekend. We have all right. I guess we could just go straight picks. Uh, Seattle and Atlanta. Who you got? Oh man, Julio Jones is healthy. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, so I'll I'll, I'll run with Atlanta, man. I can't stand Richard Sherman. <laughs> so I'll, 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 I'll go for Atlanta yeah I agree and Matt Ryan has been an MVP candidate this candidate year he's been season, yeah. he's been elite this year uh, Julio Jones obviously you got uh, Sanu you have all these other pieces Devontae Freeman is a beast um, so and I think Earl Thomas is oh Cam Chancellor one of the two is out for Seattle yeah Earl Thomas is gone yeah so, yeah, so that leaves tough. a nice little hole in that defense for, mm-hmm. uh, for Matt Ryan to go to town on um, we also have the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got in that one? Kansas City seems like a team that gets there and they just fold. So I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Steelers, man. They're a tough team. I mean, they're you know they're legendary. Ben, Roethl- ben Roethlisberger to me is a legend already, and and I think that team is resilient, man. You got uh, Le'Veon Bell, who's just the best running back in, in in football, as far as I'm concerned. We'll just see, man. We'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Kansas City, I mean, Kansas City has an elite defense, but in my mind, that's all that's elite with Kansas right. City. Um, uh, Alex Smith, you know, typical game manager quarterback. He, he's not going to mm-hmm. make any mistakes, but he's not going to kill you. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I mean, who do, do they really got? Jamal Charles is gone again. He's not playing. So Spencer yeah. Ware, yeah, he's okay. I mean, uh, Jeremy Macklin is a decent wideout. I mean, Travis Kelsey's good at tight end. Let's see if Alex Smith wakes up. If Alex Smith turns into a killer in these playoffs, they can do damage. But, uh, right. you know, against Pittsburgh, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm going to pick Pittsburgh as well. Um, now, this should be relatively easy, but whatever. Houston against New England. Who you got? Oh, I'm going to go with the Patriots, obviously. <laughs> I'm going to go a Patriots-Cowboys Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> Well, that would be the enemies that that night. Yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, that would be that'd be great. That yeah, I would love I would love to see that. <laughs> That'll be it. <laughs> well, with that being said, Packers and Cowboys. Oh, well, obviously I'm going for my boys. It's, they, you know, enough said. The, yeah. The the Giants are not the offensive threat that that my boys are and they don't have the running game that we do. So, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, with uh, I, I'm so happy that uh that I had Ezekiel Elliott on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. He he helped me win that championship because I was down literally like twenty six points with mm-hmm. just him left in the season. He went like crazy. He, he went off and he scored like thirty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Ezekiel Elliott's a monster. Dak is a beast. Um, you know, uh, and and uh, this dude Dez has been doing good mm-hmm. at, lately. Everybody's been clicking at the right time. But I mean, the Packers are tough, bro. I mean. Ugh. It's gonna be good. Let's just let's just throw it yeah. out there. It's gonna be a it's good be game. A fun Sunday. But uh, I'm gonna go for the Cowboys too because just like you, I want that Cowboys Patriots Super Bowl, and uh, that'll take us one step closer to that. So let's see, let's see what happens there. <laughs> Those games are on Sunday or Saturday. Uh, it's gonna be half, just like this past week. I believe uh, New England and Houston is on Saturday, and I believe Seattle and Atlanta is on Saturday, and I think Pittsburgh, KC, and Cowboys and Packers are on Sunday. Oh, okay. So this should be, 
it should be really good. I'm really excited because, you know, I mean, it's sad because football season is over. But uh, it, all the best teams are left are, are the ones in the playoffs. So we're going to see truly right. who's the best team. You know I mean, sure. it's not like, uh, you know, a seven seed made it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sure Odell and all these guys, you know, they're going to catch a lot of heat from that little boat ride that they had in Miami mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, I'm excited about next week. I can't wait. What I was equally as excited about is, and I'm pretty sure you were too, uh, was when I what I witnessed at UFC 207. Talk about it. <laughs> um, so obviously, uh, the, it was main evented by the returning Ronda Rousey going Honda Housey. Honda Housey uh, <laughs> going, uh, trying to reclaim her UFC Women's Bantamweight title against the hottest hitting female in the division, the current champ Amanda Nunez. Um, I mean, before we get to them. Because this fight kind of pissed me off a little bit. Because I didn't like the outcome of this fight. Uh, was the co-main event. Um, mm. uh, alpha male zone. Uh, no Cody love. Garbrandt. Cody Garbrandt against Dominic Cruz. Who has been the reigning king of that division for like the past decade. Uh, do you think the outcome of Cody winning unanimous decision. And becoming new champion val- valid. All right, well, I, I haven't seen the fight twice. I've only seen it once. And from my first watch, I gave Dominic Cruz the first, the second, and the fifth round. Yes. At best, it should have been a draw because if you give Garbrandt a 10-8, then okay, it's always a draw. But Garbrandt fought better than anybody has ever fought Cruz. I give him that. He looked great. He fought well. He he, he fought him better than TJ. Um he, I thought he would have uh, probably gotten submitted or gassed out. He did none of that. He, there were times where he cracked Dominic Cruz, dropped him several times. So the, the middle rounds, the third, fourth round, were ugly for Cruz. So maybe one of those was a 10A round. Maybe they gave those two a 10A round. I don't know. But I don't know how the hell you score it unanimous for, for Garbrandt. Uh, everybody, you know, all these pundits are saying, oh, it was an incredible performance, one-sided. I'm like, why? Because he knocked them down. In one round here, one round there. The problem with judging, you know, from a fan's perspective or from a judge's perspective, period, is if I'm whooping your ass the first three rounds and all of a sudden you knock me down in the fourth round, you knock me down in the fifth round, those first three rounds seem to not matter. We judge in the rounds, you know, they're supposed to be round by round. They're not judging the fight as a whole. It's one round, you get ten points, you get nine points. So it's just, I don't know, man, it's frustrating the way they judge these fights. And it sucks for Cruz, um, but it wasn't, you know, I, I wouldn't say he got robbed, but I don't think he, he, he lost. I didn't think Garbrandt did enough to beat the champ. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I, I, I definitely scored it the same. I mean, but just like you said, I, I have to see it a second time and really analyze it. Because, you know, at the moment when you're seeing it live, you're just excited. You're just, you're just seeing stuff right. and, and you're not really, yeah, bit, yeah. Know. And you're not really analyzing the performance to the point where you're looking at every little hit here, every little thing there. Um, right. But I agree. I do give Dominic Cruz the first and second round. Obviously, Cody definitely won the third and the fourth. The thing mm-hmm. is, 
Cody didn't do anything in the fifth to... He coasted, yeah. Yeah, he didn't do anything in the fifth round to ha- sit there and have a judge say, oh, he won that fifth. Oh, for sure, he won the fifth round. You know what I mean? Makes so no sense. There's no way you can give somebody a unanimous decision if they didn't win every round. You know what I mean? Right. And, and Cody didn't do anything to win the first. He didn't do anything to win the second. Unless you count taunting... You give points and for taunting. Yeah. Popping now, if they, were, if they were judging his breakdancing, then maybe he won the first and second round. <laughs> but... But you don't. You're not judging a fight on on taunting and 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 talking. You know what I mean? So do, I agree. Just like you said, no one has gave Dominic the business like that ever. No. You know what I mean? Nobody I, can even hit that dude. No, and this dude tagged him plenty of times. But if you look at Cody Garbrandt's face uh, uh, in the in the press conference, he looked he looked a little. You know, mm-hmm. it, Dominic hit him. You could tell he got hit. You know what For I mean? Sure. So. I agree. If they're gonna give, if they gave Cody a, a, a ten eight, it definitely should have been a draw. There's no way that's a unanimous decision or even a win because, like, like you were, like you said and like I just said, I I feel Dominic easily. It's debatable that he won three out of the five rounds. It's it's math. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> so obviously this dude is the new champ, and you know Dominic Cruz like a real professional. He took he took the L like a man, and, he and did, you know man. He, he praised Cody for his performance and stuff like that. Um, I don't think there's gonna be an immediate rematch though because no. it's looking like TJ Dillashaw who who put on an awesome performance against Lineker because agree I felt Lineker would give him some problems and Lineker didn't do anything. Um, Nothing. I tell you what, man, TJ. I think. If, if if they do make that fight, I think TJ wins that fight. I think that um the the shots that Dominic Cruz landed, I think if they come from TJ, they might uh, put this dude out. They might put this dude out. You know, I I think that um if 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 TJ Dillashaw lands the same shot because he's Dominic Cruz but with punching power, you know, so yeah. it's, it's tough. To, it's tough. But yeah, I agree. One man, he's the champ. He's twenty-five. You know, who is ringing my bell? Two in the morning. That is funny, but but yeah, I I, I agree. Co- Co- yeah. You know, Cody's the champ. You know, it is what it is, and uh, you know, where I agree. I think T.J. Dillashaw yeah. gives that dude a crazy fight. So yeah, man. Like I didn't agree with the decision, but you know it is what it is. It, it, like like you said, I didn't feel Dominic got robbed, but at the same time, I don't think T, I don't think um uh Cody did enough to the champ because I mean I I, I kind of equate it to the to the to the second Nate Diaz Conor McGregor fight. Agree. Nate Diaz, if you look at statistics, had way better stats all across the board than Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. but. Conor McGregor knocked him down three times early, and that pretty much won him the fight. You know what yeah, I mean? Not landed the, the, the hardest shots, the more devastating shots. That's the thing I'm saying. It's like we're not judging the fight round by round the way it's supposed to be. It's it's crazy, man. If look at I, for instance, I was on Fight Pass literally last night, I think, and I'm watching the Gustafson Jones fight, and I'm like, how the hell did John Jones win this fight? I gave Gustafson the first. Four freaking rounds, <laughs> but in the fourth round, um, Jones hits him with that spinning elbow and, you know, rocks him, hurts him really bad almost. 
you know, could have probably stopped the fight. And I think they gave John Jones the fight based off of that, the fourth and the fifth round. It, it's, it, the judging is, is terrible, man, in mixed martial arts. It's always been an issue. Somebody's always, it seems, some, every pay-per-view, someone always seems to be getting robbed. Uh, you know, it, it's just bad, man. I, I wouldn't say, like I said, I wouldn't classify this as a robbery by any means. It was definitely a close fight. And I definitely have to rewatch it because I listen to a ton of podcasts and everybody saying that Garbrandt had this excellent performance and he wiped them out and, you know, it was one-sided. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't see any of that when I watched this fight the first time. You know, I must have been, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think another example that I can use is probably the the rematch of Robbie Lawler and Johnny Hendricks because... Uh, Bro, Johnny Hendricks, Hendricks dominated that fight. Yeah, like he won literally, like you said about Jones and Gustafson. Uh, I think Hendricks won the first four rounds, and Robbie in the fifth round dominated him, like mm-hmm. he- headhunted. And went on a crazy flurry. Yeah, and like headhunted him and stuff, and they gave Robbie the belt. So it was like, and I was wow. Going that fight. Yeah, well, it, I mean, they do that because I felt Robbie won the first fight, and yeah. and they gave it to Hendricks. I guess because Hendricks got screwed because he beat up GSP and then they gave GSP the win. It's ridiculous. Like, the only thing I, I really enjoyed besides the main event was the fact that this is Mike Goldberg's last show. So, <laughs> hopefully they replace him with somebody good. Who, who, who was it that they said, isn't well, you, it? Uh, I, I oh, Todd Grisham, right? Todd Grisham, but I hear that he's just part of the rotation. Ah. Okay. The immediate guy. You yeah. Know, but so that means they're probably the gonna boost up like John Anik or something like that. Put freaking Frank Mir in there, man. He was really, really good in WEC. Yeah, but you know he's uh, on. You know he's on the shit list. Yeah, he's on. He's just tested positive. Yeah, he popped. I mean, all right. If, if you had the guy, if if you could pick the guy to replace to to be the color guy for, because remember it's it's uh. It's the color guy, and then you have what are they? The color, and then the broadcaster, or whatever. I think it's the color and the play-by-play. Like play-by-play. Uh, there you go. Yeah. So um, like, if Rogan hmm. is color, and and play-by-play is is Goldberg. Yeah. Color is the person who's technical. He knows the sport in and out. Usually a former fighter, etc. So who would be your your play-by-play guy? <sighs> I mean, I I wouldn't mind someone like Kenny Florian. I think Kenny Florian does a good job. Um. <sighs> but someone, I mean, someone that's fresh, someone that's new. Um, I don't know really who's out there. Uh, I like I told you in text. If WWE didn't have Moro Ronello right now, I think Moro would have been would have been a great choice. He knows he knows everything inside and out. Um, uh, but to go to to be with Rogan, um, I agree. I would have liked Frank Mir, but if he wasn't on the shit list. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think I would, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how John Anik would do in that situation. He's terrible. I don't know how Brian Stan would do in that situation. He's terrible. Yeah. So, I mean, I think my pick would be Kenny. I think Kenny Florian would be good. Yeah. And if this dude wasn't in Bellator, Chell Sonnen would have oh. probably been my first draft pick. Chell Sonnen would have been perfect. Yeah. But, uh, but did he fight? Yeah. He didn't fight Tito Ortiz yet, right? When no, is, no, this month. I, I don't oh. know if it's this week or next week, but it's. Definitely this month for January. Yo, if he loses to Tito, he needs to retire. That's all I got to say. If either one of those dudes lose, <laughs> well, what, a, one of them has to lose. Town. Yeah, that's a loser <laughs> town match. <laughs> loser leaves town match for sure. That's a lie. But, um, you know, it's, 
the judging is 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 always interesting. I don't know how they do it, but um. Well, it's. You know, I mean, I I've always had a beef with with the judging because it's it, 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 they're trying to different differentiate themselves from boxing. But they're mm-hmm. using the ten plus the ten must score system from boxing. Exactly. There's no way you can judge a, a fight uh, uh, with MMA rules, you know, with the knees and the and the elbows Take and the downs. takedowns yeah. and jujitsu and all that stuff with boxing judging. There's no way. You know what I mean? Because it, it doesn't correlate. You know what I mean? You have boxing judges like Cecil Peoples, who is the worst. <laughs> That's um, terrible. And, and you have all the Glenn Trowbridge and all these other guys. It's like what they need to do. They need to get a bunch of retired fighters, okay? Mm-hmm. And I think Ricardo Almeida judged one fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to get a bunch of retired fighters, put them as judges, because nobody knows the rules more than fighters, and nobody knows how to really judge a fight. If who better than a than a than a fighter? You know what I mean? You have a bunch of those guys on payroll. Yeah, just fired Matt Hughes. Yeah, just fired Chuck Liddell. Bring all those dudes together. Hoist Gracie, who made the freaking company. Bring all those old dudes together. Ken Shamrock, all these guys. Make them judges. Why not? You know what I mean? It, what, they're going to screw people because, what, personal problems? No, they're employees, and they, they're going to be shank- sanctioned by an athletic commission, all that stuff. And make MMA rules and MMA judging. You know what right. I mean? If, if not judges, then at least have them come up with official mixed martial arts rules of the criteria for how to judge a mixed martial arts fight. If I shoot in on you and you stuff my takedown, that's better on you than it is on me. You know, that should be, that should lean towards you. It's just all these little intricate things in, in one fight that can happen. You know, if, if you take me down, but I'm elbowing you from the bottom and I'm busting you open, like Gengar Musasi against King Mo, where King Mo just took him down, but Musasi you know, closed his eye, shut his eye, and he was on his, you know, on his back, though, you know, most of the fight. Those points, it should just, it, it's tough, man. It, it's, yeah, but it's instead tough. of that, they gave King Mo points just because he was on top of him. That's what you know I'm saying. I mean? On top They're of like, nothing, getting elbowed and punched in the face. If you're the aggressor, man. if you're the aggressor, but you're getting picked apart, you shouldn't get points mm-hmm. for being the aggressor. The yeah. other dude should get points for picking your ass apart. You know what I mean? So, exactly. You know, it's just, it's a lot of backwards, you know, rules and judging and all that stuff. Uh, which is why it's always scary when you leave it to the judges. Um, always. One person who didn't leave it to the judges that night <laughs> uh, was, uh, was Amanda Nunez, who did her work very fast, um, mm. disposing of the once immortal uh, and who can beat Floyd Mayweather and who can beat men in her so weight class, uh, Ronda Rousey, and disposed of the former champion in, in 48 seconds. Um, so how, how was your, uh, what was your experience and thoughts as, as this was happening? <laughs> My experience? <laughs> oh, man, it was, it was euphoric, man. <laughs> You know, the Holly Holm fight was just a work of art. It was just beautiful the way she just took Ronda apart and exposed her. And, and, and you know, the time when, when Ronda throws that big haymaker and Holly just beautifully, like a ballet almost, ducked under her. And Ronda looked stupid as she looked like a bull running into the cage. Was just, <laughs> that was just a work of art, you know, a masterpiece. Amanda Nunes was just bullet to the head, bang, one shot. You know, it was just quick. We're getting you out of here. I want to prove a point. I want to let the world know that this girl, you know, 
let we have to break down this whole Ronda Rousey uh, 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 saga, if you will, from the beginning because you and I have never, ever been Ronda Rousey fans. No, merely for the fact that what we saw in her last two fights. I mean, she was the girls freaking won her first eight fights. Her first eight fights were all wins by armbar. She would come out throw those stupid ugly jabs, grab a girl, toss her on the head. And armbar them to death, and we were just like, "Yo, she's fighting a bunch of girls who have no idea what they're doing." Yeah. The day that she fights somebody with some sort of skill that you know didn't just come from the gym after a week into the cage, they're they're gonna whoop her ass. And we 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 were sour pusses a bunch of times because she would beat every girl that we would pick. Not that we picked them, you know, not that we picked them because we thought they were gonna beat her, but Ronda Rousey could have been fighting a sock puppet. <laughs> and we were it. You know what I'm saying? It was just, you know, and then she, she hits uh, Sarah McMahon with that knee and her being kind of stopped is super quick. And then she knocks out Beth Correa with sloppy punches. And all of a sudden, she's a striker. And we're like, no, she's not a striker. And her coach is, is feeding her all this crap that she's this world-class boxer. And people, they put her on freaking the cover of Ring Magazine, for Christ's sake, a boxing magazine, as if this girl was a boxer. She could beat up Floyd Mayweather. Like you said, she could beat up, you know, 135-pounders in her division. Imagine her fighting T.J. Dillashaw. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, are, we, are we crazy? You know, this whole hype. She's in movies, Entourage, uh, uh, Fast 7, or Fast, whatever, all those, those fast movies. And, you know, they're going to do Roadhouse now. She's going to be the Patrick Swayze character. And she's this biggest, larger-than-life woman-ass kicker. And, you know, it's just like... When is the day going to come? When is the day going to come? And Holly Holm exposed her. And then even then, you know, Holly wins, but then she loses to Misha Tate. So it was like, was that a fluke? Ronda sits out for over a year. You know, she comes back, and she's the favorite to win. She's the betting odds favorite to win. And the whole division has changed. You know, Misha won the belt, and Amanda uh, destroyed her in two minutes. I know that was tough for you to watch. You know, UFC 200, she got rid of her. Yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, but she she Misha didn't have it in her head anymore. No, you know, she, she was really she was out of it, and even that Misha still gave her a, a better fight than Ronda did. Oh, you know? anybody, you know, I would have given her. <laughs> no, but um, you know, so all this time and the return and all the promo is is Ronda this, Ronda that, and Ronda doesn't want to do media. The first fighter ever. You know that that gets that exemption to not do media. Conor McGregor, a guy who I'm not really a fan of, you know, but all due respect, the dude didn't want to do media. They cut him from the card. He's your your biggest star. Your, your, the most pay per views ever is all Conor McGregor records. He's broken all the records. He makes you guys all the money, and he didn't want to do press for UFC 200, so they they scrapped him. But Ronda Rousey, she gets the exemption. She gets three million dollars guaranteed. That's just her fight purse. I'm sure she's going to get, you know, hit off the back from, from pay-per-view bonuses and all that stuff. Um, so she gets all this favoritism, and it's like, no wonder people don't like her. And then the, the fight happens, and she just gets exposed with the first shot that she hit. You saw it in her face. The fight yeah. was over. It was, yep. Amanda Nunes just destroyed her, coming at her with her hands down. Ronda Rousey had no idea what to do. She Her, her little clinches, nope. Amanda Nunes just pushed her off. Get off of me. Pat, 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 pat. And she just rocked her. Idiots were saying, oh, the fight was stopped too early. What do you want to be, you know, unconscious? You want to be dead? 
Like it was, it was, it was a beautiful thing to watch. Um, it was, it was just, it was amazing, man. The fact that all this hype and you didn't promote this girl, uh, Nunes was the champ whatsoever. You know, you, you didn't tell her story. She's the first openly gay uh, UFC champion, uh, female UFC champion, first openly gay. You know, I, that, that girl could have had so many followers. Because you know the, the LGBT, I don't know how many letters they've added to that thing. You know they, <laughs> <laughs> you know they ride for their, for their own, man. So, you know, it, it's... And then, you know, Rossi loses and she doesn't do any interviews, post-fight interviews. And it's like, dude, you, you know why we don't like you. You know, good riddance. You know, was she overrated? Absolutely. Absolutely. Was she the greatest female fighter of all time? No, there is no greatest female fighter of all time. The division is too new. You can't be the greatest at something if you've only done it twelve times. Exactly. That makes no sense. Exactly. I think. Girls. I think I, I I heard that uh, same example. Uh, I don't know if you follow, um, like you know how ESPN they got like first take. They got all these debate shows. Right. Now right, Fox Sports right. One. Is now adding a bunch of their own debate shows, mm. uh, and they even stole some e- uh, some ESPN guys. They got Skip Bayless, Skip. Uh, Shannon Sharp. Um, they got mm. Colin Cowherd, um, and now he has a show with that chubby dude. I forget who that guy's name is. I don't know if you know who that guy's name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he used to be a football player. Uh, fat dude. What's his name? Jason Whitlock, I think his name is. Okay, Something yes, Whitlock. yes, yeah, Whitlock yeah. is right. Yeah, and I think he's the one that brought up. Uh, the reason why Ronda Rousey was like a farce. And and he was saying it's not because of Dana White because his job is to promote and he promoted her to the moon. She she did her job because she's the fighter and she did what she had to do to get where she was. He was like, the reason why she's a farce is because of the media. We're the ones that made her seem larger than life when in reality she wasn't. And he mentioned the same thing you just said. The division is too brand new. You can't be the best at something if you only done it 10 to 12 times, like you said. There's no way. You know what I mean? So, you know, and once she got in there with legit killers, she got killed. So She got killed. You know what I mean? And and the thing was, you know, she started off uh, in Strikeforce. And and I had a disagreement with a a mutual friend of ours um, who was saying that she was probably the best thing to happen to not the biggest but the best thing to happen to the ufc and i was like i disagree because i think the ufc would have had its stars and they had its stars before she got there before her, you know have them after her yeah yeah i was like well before she got there i think you know uh chuck liddell was a big name in his prime gsp was a huge name and still is anderson silva's the what was a big name uh, uh, Hoist Gracie, Ken Shamrock, go down the list. The UFC in each of his eras had its stars. Brock Lesnar is the biggest draw the UFC ever had. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, it still would have got its Conor McGregor's and, and all these other people. If Ronda Rousey didn't exist, the UFC would have been just fine. You know what I mean? Right. So, does she have her her place in history? Absolutely. Absolutely. But was she, she over? But was she overrated? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, um, I don't think, and not for nothing, Dana White is smart enough that, you know, he saw the fight with Ronda Rousey and Misha Tate in Strikeforce and was like, okay, I see how big this is getting. Let me take my head out of my ass and let me just bring this over. If Misha Tate would have fought someone else, it would have been probably not as popular because Ronda Rousey is a character, but if it was anybody else and they had a dogfight, 
Dana White would have brought them in anyway, eventually. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If Gina Carano would have been kicking ass still, if she would have never lost to Cyborg, you know, she would... Listen, let's be real. The, the UFC loves when blonde-haired, blue-eyed people are their champions. Let's let's keep it 100 here. Yeah. You know, Cody Garbrandt winning the belt, a uh, uh, good old American boy, you know, that, that look that he has. They wanted Paige Van Zandt to win. She's terrible. <laughs> Sage Northcutt is another one. He's terrible, but if these people were to win, these are the people that they want to win. I'm very but mad they, that he lost to Mickey Gall, by the way. Just throwing that out yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. He had that fight. <laughs> but um, if Gina Carano would have never ran into the, the freight train that cyborg, that cyborg is, and she would have kept winning, Gina Carano most likely would have been the first Ronda Rousey. I'm yeah. not knocking Ronda Rousey for what she did for the sport, because she did open the door for women's MMA. She did, 100%. At least in the, in the UFC. She did, because Dana White didn't want any of these girls before. And Ronda Rossi, like you said, was a character. She was this larger-than-life person, and Dana White took a chance on her. Um, so we can't dismiss her for that. She is a pioneer of the sport. She is like a Jackie Robinson figure of the sport. But by no means is she the greatest at anything in the sport. By no means is she the best anything. You know, the, the sport, if, if female fighting continues for the next 10 years, Ronda Rousey might not even be in the top 10 of all time. You know, I, I mean, you know, you, you, you know, they'll put her in there anyway. But of course. I mean, look, I was watching UFC top 200 fighters. They had the, the little countdown show and they have Ronda Rousey ranked 17 of all time. <laughs> I had a guys like Robbie Lawler, Junior Dos Santos, freaking Brock Lesnar, Chris Weidman, Conor McGregor. I mean, Krokop, the list goes on, and Ronda Rousey is ranked 17 best fighter of all time. It's ridiculous, man. Like, you know, it, it's too much hype. It, it was too much too soon. I mean, her career was three years, and she was she, she came and she went, and, and good riddance. If she comes back again, it's, it's for her to get her ass beat because I don't see her beating any of those girls. The game caught up to her, and it blew way past her. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, theoretically, if she does come back, and let's say it's within a year, um, she's not fighting Amanda Nunez. She's not fighting. What is she gonna learn? She's not fighting Holly Holm. Uh, what other striker in that division do you feel is out there that they would be scared to put her against? Because they're not gonna do that again. They don't want to see Ronda Rousey get her ass kicked again. So. I mean, do they do they kick Misha Tate out of retirement for a third fight? Like, what, I'm what, thinking that. What, Honestly, what, I think Misha will have her number this time, right? Yeah, because the secret's out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the secret's out. If Misha Tate knows now if she fights her again, I'm not going to grapple with her. I'm going to no. just roll up on her and knock her in the face. Dude, you know, dude, you know when we watched the, the second Misha Tate-Ronda Rousey fight, Misha was beating her in the, in the stand-ups exchanges, but, you know, she just fought like a dummy. I wanted to grapple with her and get tossed. You know, she had, she almost had the fight. If she would have went two, you know, three, four rounds with her, Ronda eventually would have gassed out because we know she has no cardio. Yeah. And Misha most likely would have beat her. But these girls like to play into the game or, the, or Ronda Rousey. You know, her judo is, is incredible. We can't take that away from her. Yeah. Her armbar technique is, is remarkable. So, obviously, if you play into that game, it's over for you. You go to the ground with Damian Maya, you're done. If if you let Conor McGregor sit back and counter punch you, he's gonna knock you out. Yeah. So these girls were just playing into her game. The the problem with Rousey is finding her an opponent is she gets paid too much. So she has to headline 
the card. You're not going to put her against Leslie Smith. No. Or, or Marion Renault. You know what I'm saying? Now, one, she has one, to fight somebody legit. One fight, uh, I mean, now, like I said, theoretically, because I doubt she fights again. But right. if she comes back in a year, she takes another year off. If she fights a girl like maybe Juliana Pena, who's been on a crazy roll, or, or uh, 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 let's say another rematch. Let's say Kat Zingano's ass comes out and fights her again. And she was supposed to be the one to do it, and she fought like a moron. Yeah, yeah. And and we know Kat Zingano has skills on the feet. Kat Zingano yes. is just a notorious slow starter. That's the only yes. thing with her. Yes, Um, But, all right, deep down, do you feel we will see Ronda Rousey in the cage again? I think we're going to see Ronda Rousey in the cage because Ronda Rousey is going to have no choice but to make money inside the octagon. I don't think, obviously, all the movie roles are gone. Yeah. Um, you know, they were supposed to do, like I said, uh, Roadhouse. They scrapped that. I don't see anybody putting her in a movie role, um, according to, I don't know who, some source, but the WWE is not interested in her, which is kind of silly because WWE is usually interested in anybody with a name. Yeah. But, you know, let's say, hypothetically speaking, the WWE wants no parts of her. I think she has no choice but to come back and, and get a fight and try to win. And I don't, I mean, I'm looking at the division now. A, a bunch of these girls she already beat, but out of the girls that she hasn't fought, I think Juliana Pena was smasher. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, who just beat Holly Holm not too long ago, was smasher. Um, Raquel Pennington, who, oh. who they made sign a non-disclosure agreement because she was actually Ronda Rousey's sparring partner. Ah. They made her sign, you know, so maybe, you know, put her against Raquel Pennington, who just beat Misha Tate. I think Raquel Pennington beats Ronda Rousey. You yeah. know, I don't see anybody... Raquel Pennington is a little freaking bulldog. Yeah, she's a tough-ass girl. I think she gets into those scrambles with Rousey, and she, she does something similar you know, a second, third round stoppage. Put her against somebody like Jessica I, I guess. A girl that she hasn't fought, who's really a striker, but has really no grappling ground game. And maybe that'll be your best bet to get Ronda Rousey a win and, and milk the train but, some more. Because it's only going to take Ronda Rousey to win one more fight, and they'll give her a title shot again. We know that. But That's isn't it, wouldn't you think it would be pointless for her to get those fights? Because she's not going to beat any champion right now. That's exactly. This is the best way. That if, I, if I'm Dana White and Ronda Rousey tells me I'm not retiring, I'm saying, okay, we're going to give you, uh, uh, theoretically, you know, the weakest person I, I see, uh, Jessica I, who's ranked 14. You know, she's had some good fights. She's she's lost to Misha Tate. She's lost to here and there. But she's a, she's a decent fighter. Yeah. But we think that's the best matchup for you. Ronda, if you beat if you beat uh, Jessica I, which is projected, which is a tough it's a tough sell. You put her in a co-main event. She beats Jessica I, you know, armbar submission, whatever. They're gonna put her in that in that uh, uh, rematch against Nunes for the title, or make her fight Holly Holm, you know, at 145 if Holly Holm wins the, the the belt in the new division, just to get that one last, you know, that last bit of juice out of out of the the fruit, you know, that they're milking it, you know. So if, if if Ronda Rousey wins one fight, I mean, the hype is is rolling again, you know, and yeah. it's, it's it's terrible the way these fans are. You can lose one and, and win one, and, and and people will jump right back on you. Now Conor McGregor is the greatest ever, and all this stuff. <laughs> but I don't want to get on. I don't want to get in on him. You know? 
Yeah. Say much about that dude. Yeah, supposedly, uh, supposedly, I mean, supposedly Conor McGregor might fight Tyron Woodley for the lightweight well, for the for the welterweight title. Good luck. I would that. not do that if I was him. Good luck. But um, defend one of your belts. <laughs> yeah, but with the whole Rousey thing, I. The main dude that has been against supposedly WWE being interested in Ronda Rousey is former WWE employee, now ESPN employee, Jonathan Coachman. Um, mm-hmm. I would think Coachman would know what he's talking about. Um, right. He's the dude who got that relationship started between ESPN and WWE, no? Yeah, absolutely. He was the one that, that, that made that happen. Um, but I just can't see why WWE wouldn't take her. I don't think... She's a broken star because, I mean, come on. Mike Tyson's lost fights. Muhammad Ali lost fights. There's no reason why Ronda Rousey's name isn't still important, even though, especially to a different brand like WWE. It's not I UFC. She's, she's not going to be fighting people in WWE. You know, so. I think the difference between Muhammad and, and Tyson, Tyson was an asshole just like Ronda Rousey. Yeah. You know, he was terrible. People wanted nothing to do with him. But now Tyson has become this kind of lovable, comedic kind of, you know, people, just, oh, my God, it's Iron Mike Tyson. Ronda Rousey has done nothing in her career or in these last two fights to get people either to feel sympathy for her or be like, oh, she's not that big of a dick. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but, um, but to your point, McMahon took Tyson when Tyson was a dick. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But he paired him with who, DX and... and, and that was just a match made in heaven. That was. Oh crazy. yeah, Mike Tyson as a member of DX was beautiful. Mm-hmm. That was great. And then he turned on Michaels to to go right. with Austin, and and that you know that that was just that was perfect place, perfect time for Mike Tyson. The question is, right now, does WWE need Ronda Rousey? No. And the thing about Mike when he came back when he was there at that time, he was still a scary dude. Yeah. If Ronda Rousey comes to the WWE now and she, you know, tries to cut a promo, Charlotte is gonna be like, dude, are you can you even last a minute with me? Like that'd be the <laughs> you know what I mean? So WWE usually gets these people when they're on top. They have Floyd Mayweather come in when he was you know, I mean he's still Floyd Mayweather because he's never lost, but he was still competing. He was undefeated, so it's like, oh my god, can this little boxer beat the giant? You know, so it, they have there was some stick to it. There was something there for people to be like, you know, what's going to happen? But if Ronda Rousey comes in after getting her head taken off in forty seconds, and she's trying to be a badass all of a sudden, no, nobody's going to believe that. No fans are going to buy into that, especially the wrestling fans who are, you know, so fickle and they, they every little thing they point at, they'll be forty-eight seconds side, they'll chant. 48 seconds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it, I, I think the worst thing for Ronda to do is, is go into the WWE because she can't handle pressure, man. Her her her, men, her mind is so fragile, man. They, they I was, her and, uh, dude, I was thinking the same thing. As fragile as her brain is, and depending on the crowd that she's in front of, yeah, I mean, especially a WrestleMania crowd or a Philly, or crowd. A Philly or New York or Chicago. They, like you said, they will they shit all over her, what? and who knows how she would take it. Even though she's a fan, because we've mm-hmm. seen her in crowds, we've seen her and her her friends in PWG crowds and WrestleMania. She was in WrestleMania yeah, yeah. two years ago with The Rock and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, she knows how the wrestling world works. The question is, can she handle that? If, you know, she really gets shitted on because she's not going to be loved by everybody. She's no. not going to be accepted by everybody. 
You know, and, and I mean, you know, she plays that character off with the fans of MMA when they boo her in the cage and she's like, mm. whatever. Now, if she could play that heel character in, in, in the wrestling world and if she can get trained to do pro wrestling, you know, she could use her judo. She could be like a Taz and be like a suplex mm -hmm, machine. Mm -hmm, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And she's about the same height and maybe the same weight as a Charlotte or, or she's probably bigger than Sasha Banks. I'll tell you that much. Um, For sure. But um, can Ronda Rousey, if she gets brought in, can she be a star in, in WWE world? Our promos are going to be terrible. Oh, yes, my her, God, her yes. interviews are terrible. Yes. She has no charisma whatsoever. She's going to be awful. Yes. Off the bat, she's going to be the female Roman Reigns when Roman really first started. She's going to be... <laughs> oh, yeah. I Roman's promo work now because I haven't watched it forever. But she'll be the female version of Roman Reigns, even, even worse. The best, the best way for Ronda Rousey, ideally, to come in and for it to be believable is if she comes in, she cuts a promo like this. She says, listen, I went from the UFC and I really couldn't hang there, so I'm here in the WWE because it's easier. The level of competition is easier, so I'm going to come and take the belt from all you easy chicks because, you know, the UFC was a little bit too much for me, so I had to dumb down the level of competition, mm. which is kind of a, a, a self-deprecating, you know, almost, but it does shit on the rest of the division. Yes. It does say, you know, I'm going to go from the, the, the A-League to the B-League. She could be like, listen, I was in the A-League, I couldn't quite cut it, but I'm here in the B-League, and I'm going to take everybody out. And that'll be like, okay, you know, she recognizes that she, she, ain't, she ain't shit in, in the UFC, but the WWE is easy for her, so that's, you know, if she takes that easy route type of thing, then it, it becomes believable. But if she comes in with her stupid grin talking about she's going to kick everybody's ass, they're going to talk about 48 seconds. That's all you're going to hear. I mean, Roman Reigns lost in, what, under five minutes or whatever it was, and Sheamus had a t-shirt made the following Monday. <laughs> imagine what they're going to do. Imagine what they're going to do to Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, how about this for an idea? How about if she's the first Paul Heyman girl? Mm. I'm not mad at that. I mean, you know, Brock, UFC fighter. Paul Heyman talks for Brock because, I mean, we've said it before. Brock could cut a promo if he wants to, but mm -hmm. he just mm -hmm. doesn't feel He's like lazy. it. Yeah. He's lazy. He's just... <laughs> he just doesn't lazy, feel like it. Yeah, so, so Heyman does it himself. You know what I mean? So what if... Ronda, who can't talk, because that one promo that she did at Mania was pretty Oof. bad. Oh, oof. every ring I go into is mine. Very robotic, oof. very oof. Terrible. So, what if what if Heyman talks for her? I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, just dump everyone on Heyman. Like, oh, whoever can't talk should just be a Heyman guy. Right. Now, they tried that with Ryback, didn't work. They tried it with Curtis Cesaro. Axel, didn't work. Cesaro, it didn't work. You know what I mean? So, it's like, okay. Obviously, Heyman and Lesnar is gold, and that's it. What if mm -hmm. another ass kicker who can't talk goes with Heyman, but it's a chick? It'll be something new. It'll be the first. Um, you know, well, since the early 90s, because from what I remember, Medusa was a part of the Dangerous Alliance back in the day. Mm -hmm. But besides that, Heyman has never really managed a female killer wrestler before right you know what i mean so if they bring in ronda rousey and she's this you know beast or whatever she can be the female brock if they do it correctly mm -hmm. that's the best idea i mean for her looking forward is the because she doesn't have to say anything paul hammond could twist 
you know, her losses in the UFC and, you know, he'll say whatever. You know, he's a genius. Yeah, he could be like, oh, she let them win or, you know, she, you know, he'll, yeah, he'll finagle. He'll do it. He's running away out and, you know, all that stuff. I mean, Brock, listen, it's it's not, uh, it's not uh, too far, you know, a stretch of the imagination because Brock Lesnar went back into the WWE after getting destroyed by Alistair Over. Yeah. Right, he, you know, so he came off a loss too, a bad loss too, and he still was the beast. But then again, Brock Lesnar already had WWE credibility. Yes, Ronda Rousey has no W, nothing, no WWE credibility. She has nothing. The sad she thing is, know her as the girl who just got has beat. The sad thing is, Shayna Baszler has more wrestling experience than Ronda Rousey does. <laughs> That's a fact. Isn't she a champion? <laughs> She's a Shayna Baszler's an independent wrestling champion right crazy, now. So. Man. Who's to say within another year or two that Shayna Baszler ain't in NXT? Crazy, man. She's but, ugly, um, but she can wrestle, I guess. <laughs> I haven't I seen what, any of her matches, but... <laughs> oh, no. I tell you what, man. If Ronda Rousey does go to the WWE, I'm going to watch. Oh, yeah. It's just period. I'm going to watch. All I know is she better not get into a promo fight with Stephanie McMahon. I'll tell you that much. Oh, no. Stephanie will talk her under the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she needs to not get into a real fight with anybody, man. She needs to, if 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 she wants to go back to the UFC, she needs to take six months under Craig under Greg Jackson or under Farasa Javi or go to a, 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 a you know what's this dude a Cordero and really really learn some striking and really really learn some wrestling. Learn a, learn a double leg. Do double legs for six weeks straight. Nothing but double leg takedown. And just really learn to strike it, because this guy Edmund is—I don't know if you could cuss on this podcast. Oh yeah, go ahead. But this <laughs> this guy Edmund is a fucking clown, man. <laughs> like, I mean, he's an idiot, man. Like, you know. Yeah, he's. Ugh. I mean, and we and we've said it before. Anybody who—he's a win streak vacuum. You know this dude. Anybody that has oh, gone to man. him. Who had any sort of win streak or any sort of momentum? Go to him, and they immediately go on a losing streak. They uh, suck. Travis Brown was a killer before he went Dude, to him. He was and... the future. <laughs> I mean, he was a, a freaking six foot eight guy who kind of had footwork like Dominic Cruz and punching power. He knocks out Overeem, knocks out Stephen Struve, knocks out freaking Josh Barnett. Yep. He just looks like this murderer who's going to be the next champion. You know, and then, I mean, he was even in a title eliminator match against Verdun. Yep. And then he, he bangs Ronda Rousey, goes for her coach, and he's a piece of shit now. It's, yeah. it's amazing, bro. Terrible. He gets knocked out by Andre Arlovsky. He gets killed by Cain Velasquez. I mean, you know, whatever. Cain k- kills a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but still, he, he just doesn't, he's not the same fighter. Jake Ellenberger was a juggernaut. Literally, that's his name. Mm-hmm. But he was, mm-hmm. a, he was a killer coming up in the ranks and have great fights here and there. He'll lose a couple, but he was always in the mix. Ever since, he got, ever since he got with Edmund, he turned into a bum, like who forgot how to fight. And, yeah, and, it's, and it's just the dude is, is, is he's, he's a fraud. He, he's not somebody to go to to take your career to the next level. No. no. If he Ronda was... Rousey never got into his gym, he would not have a job. No. He's the luckiest guy to ever own a gym. Period. Ronda Rousey walked into that gym, and he was the luckiest dude in America. I mean, he, he's he's a clown, man. Head movement, 
head movement. <laughs> what is this guy talking about? He's off. Yeah, man. he's he's rough. So I couldn't stand him when they won the Ultimate Fighter. He had the nerve to get in Dennis Hallman's face. Oh, you don't know who Dennis Hallman is. He's an old school UFC dude who tapped out Matt Hughes twice. The greatest, arguably the greatest welterweight of all time, number one or two, twice in under a minute. Dennis Hallman would have spun this idiot on his head like a top, and you know, <laughs> could do whatever he wants to this moron. It's like, come on, who does this guy think he is? He gets in front of her doom. Oh like, man. Dude, are you crazy? It's just, you know, Francisco Cordero would have murdered freaking, <laughs> you know. Yeah. If you put the coaches against each other, he loses. And Matthew getting in freaking Verdum's face. Like, come on, guy. Yeah, and he it's was just... all on the show stepping up to Brian Caraway and Misha Tate. Yeah, like, 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 if he was going to fight Misha Tate, like, come on. This is a joke, man. This is a joke. Yeah. That, that, that season of the Ultimate Fighter is what turned everybody on Ronda Rousey. She she really tro- showed her her true colors. Nobody likes an asshole and nobody likes a bitch. And and that season of you know the Ultimate Fighter, she was just a perfect mixture of both. And then when she beat Misha Tate, Misha Tate had the decency to extend her hand to shake her hand to her. Ronda Rousey stares her up and down, walks away from her, and the crowd booed her out the building. And that yep. was the end of it for that girl. The yep. only thing Ronda Rousey had was was her winning. Once she lost, nobody gave a shit about this girl. Yep. And nobody is going to give a shit about this girl. Because everybody's going to say, oh, well, how long is she going to last this time? Before it was, oh, how long are they going to last with her? Now it's going to be, oh, how long is she going to last with whoever she's fighting? It's, she's terrible, man. Her skills were never matched up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, only time will tell when, when Ronda Rousey will pop up again. Uh, who knows uh, if it's either in the UFC or the WWE because that's pretty much the only options that she has. Really so is. let's see what happens with her. Now, let's actually, after an hour and seven, actually start talking about wrestling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, just, and like I said, uh, it's 3.30 in the morning. We're going to talk some wrestling and then we're going to call it a night. Um, first off, uh, Mickey James is back in the WWE full time. She's gonna be on the SmackDown live brand. Uh, nice. Your thoughts on the returning Mickey James? So she obviously had a great match with Oscar NXT Takeover. I want to say Dallas was it? No, not Dallas. Uh, Toronto. Um, and she put on a great match, and she decided to take the offer. So how you feel about the return of Mickey James? I think Mickey. First of all, she's one. She was one of my favorite to look at. Uh, yeah, of divas or female wrestlers ever. She had, you know, all it was was big tits back then, and she was really one of the only few with a nice ass. Yeah. She wore the short little skirts, so she was always one of my favorites to, to look at. Not only that, but she could wrestle her ass off. Yeah. She's one of the best working divas ever, and now she's, even now, she's one of the best working divas ever. Like I said before, I haven't watched it forever. I, I really only watched the pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, but I did see her match against Asuka, and she looked incredible. You know, if, if they use her right, she'll, she'll be back in the mix and in, in contention. And, and, you know, she's a legend, man. She's, she's great. It's, it's dope to see her come back. Yeah, absolutely. And and obviously, we remember when she first popped up, she played that psycho gimmick where she mm-hmm. was the the, fa- the fanatic of of, uh, of Trish, Trish Stratus. Trish. And, yeah. and she beat Trish Stratus at WrestleMania for the Women's Championship in an amazing match. Mm-hmm. Um 
and 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 you know with her coming back we're gonna see her up against fresh faces we're gonna see her against becky lynch and nikki bella and 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 all these girls uh who's the champ oh alexa bliss so we're gonna see her against a bunch of fresh faces that we've never seen her wrestle before and uh you know it's gonna be cool to see you know what i mean so let's see how it goes i'm i'm happy for mickey you know she's she spent a lot of time in TNA after WWE, and she did her thing there. Multiple time champion, you know, heel turn, face turn, blah blah blah. Um, mm-hmm. She married. She married Magnus, that English dude from TNA. Is she? Yeah, and uh, she got. She's a new mom. She had a kid. The kid is maybe a year old. So for her, for the fact that she had a kid, and she's already back in the ring, just shows, you know. You know she's she she's awesome. yeah so yeah, I'm I'm glad she's back and if she's back full time I think she signed like a a two year three year deal so hopefully you know we get to see some some great Mickey James matches the next couple of years it's gonna be pretty cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so let's see yeah let's talk about the cockroach that won't die TNA um oh god they still exist oh they <laughs> they they survived um. They have a new ownership, and uh, I believe it is from Anthem Sports, who is the parent company to the Fight Network. If you know what, if you heard of the Fight Network, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Based, channel that nobody has. Yeah, it's it's based in Canada, so I don't know who has the Fight Network, um, besides Canadians. Um, so, you know, so they got new ownership, and apparently Anthem Sports is pretty much they took over. Uh, most of it. They have. The, I think they own like seventy five percent of the company. So mm-hmm. they're gonna do a whole overhaul. They already got a new logo. It kind of looks like the New Orleans Pelicans logo, um, with a big old bird in the middle and shit. Um, so you know, uh, and let's see. How, I mean, whatever, man. We've said it before. We don't want a company to go under. We want no. people to lose their jobs. We want no, 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 no. different wrestling companies. But if it sucks, it sucks. And TNA has right. sucked. Right, if it's a good company, yeah. that's better for the fans. Yeah. There's no better era in wrestling when WCW was at its top, as peak, and, and Raw, you know, WWE was at it. The Monday Night Wars is the best era in wrestling. Yeah. The, and, the unfortunate part is TNA has been such a shit show that it's not even, you know, you and I, when we were recording in my living room with a freaking VHS recorder, you know, <laughs> wrestling on couches, is better as a better product than what TNA has put out for the last five six years. It's just it's terrible, man. Yeah, and you know, and apparently uh, they they're trying to re they're trying to you know do like I said a whole overhaul and change the whole brand. Um, apparently Dixie Carter now only owns about five percent of the company, so she's out. Good. Um, Good. and uh, apparently they have rehired Jeff Jarrett. Um. So obviously, I don't know if Global Force. Why the Global Force? Ah, poofs, beats me. I, I I haven't heard or seen seen anything of Global Force in in the longest. Um. So Jeff Jarrett is in. They brought in Zeb Coulter to do creative and all that stuff. So, you know, let's see. You know, let's see how that goes. Hey man, when TNA was at its peak, Jeff Jarrett was running the show. So. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So, you know. Maybe they can finally make a resurgence. You know what I mean? The only thing that has kept that company alive. Has been Matt Hardy, yes. mm-hmm. and his crazy <laughs> and, his, and his crazy gimmick. And let me tell you something. I I, I, I met Matt and Jeff when I went to uh, the House of Glory show out in Queens. Uh, shout out to to my boy Alex and everybody who works at House of Glory. They put on a good show. Um, I met them. I met the Dudleys. I met Cody Rhodes the last time I went before that. Um, 
you know, uh, Matt Hardy has worked his ass off. I mean, the character's over the top, but at least he reinvented himself. You know what I mean? Like, right. he didn't just do, he's doing the same old thing, and then he just goes off into oblivion. This dude reinvented himself, and he's probably one of the more sought-after dudes, you know, to come back to WWE. If those Hardys come back to WWE, I don't know if they're going to do that gimmick. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? Who knows? The fans might want it and you know because this dude does that character everywhere he goes yeah, like funny, he's man. he's always in character and you know everybody chants the delete stuff and you know all this other stuff you know they put on a good show you know what i mean so i'm happy for matt hardy that that he reinvented himself but uh let's see where, where tna goes from here uh, you know the only place they can go is up so mm-hmm. so let's that see that's true they're <laughs> at the bottom of the bottom <laughs> so i mean you know hopefully you know, I, I want TNA to succeed. I don't want it to blow up, but it's been just no, been it's been no. so bad. <laughs> so let's see how that goes. Um, apparently somebody leaked it. I don't know how, but uh, apparently WWE's first Hall of Fame inductee has already been uh, set in stone, and and it looks like it's gonna be Diamond Dallas Page. Um, wow. How do you feel? Do you feel from what you remember? Because like you said, we grew up during the the Monday Night Wars and DDP was a big part of that. Um, it was. In your mind, looking back at his career, do you feel D- Diamond Dallas Page is a Hall of Famer? If we're going based off his WWE career, which was pretty short, then no, absolutely not. Yeah. But um, I think he was one of the top five, definitely top ten biggest stars for WCW Back in the Monday Night Wars, I mean, he was heavyweight champ. He was U.S. champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, he feuded with, you know, he was the man. He feuded with Goldberg. He had am- amazing matches with Raven. Uh, yeah. Uh, Benoit, you know, he was he was a big deal, man. DDP kind of came out of nowhere, really. I mean, he was an older guy. Yeah. He was a manager at first. He managed Kevin Nash, I think. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he, with the Diamond Stud and all this stuff, and, then he just came out of nowhere, man, and and he kind of invented the RKO. It's, it's the diamond cutter, but um, Randy definitely stole that from him. Oh um, yeah, yeah. DDP made it famous. You, some people could say John Laurinaitis, Johnny A started in Japan, but DDP it, it definitely got famous because of DDP. Right, I think right, right. everybody in the '90s was diamond cuttering each other out of nowhere. For sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. The different I'm variations he used to do it like. He would have someone on his back, and then he'll turn them around and hit him with the diamond cutter, yes, or yes, he'll do it yes. from the top rope, or he'll run from one side of the ring to the other and catch you with a diamond cutter. Like, you know, there's a lot of clowns in that Hall of Fame. So yeah, exactly. That, I mean, Coco Beware is a Hall of Famer. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, diamond Dallas is deserving. Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely think DDP is a Hall of Famer, especially with all the things that you know. Everything that you just said about him is one hundred percent correct. Um, he, he I actually have old cassettes of of AWA from back in the eighties, um, and DDP was a manager back then of 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 dudes. He had like his Diamond Stable or something like that, and and he he managed. Uh, tag team champions uh, in AWA he's managed a bunch of dudes and then from there he did commentary and he did WCW if you watch actually WrestleMania 6 okay 
and mm-hmm. Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine were were a tag team, Rhythm and Blues back then, and um, and you see them driving, getting driven with Jimmy Hart in a pink Cadillac. If you look at the driver, the driver is Diamond Dallas Page, um, wow. so he has been around for a long time before he became actually a wrestler. Like you said, he started off wrestling as an older dude. He was 35 when he started wrestling. So by the time he won the world title in WCW, he was hitting 40 already. You know what I mean? So for him to have the career that he had, and then, of course, the stuff he did outside of wrestling when his career ended, is, is he did so much... For, for wrestling, that that man definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He Absolutely. saved Jake the Snake Roberts' life. He saved Scott, Scott Hall's life. He helped Mick Foley lose 130 pounds. Um, he, you know, Chris Jericho's career got saved because of DDP Yoga. Um, DDP has done so much, not only in his career, but out of his career for wrestling. Yeah, that man is definitely deserving of the Hall of Fame. If it's true, because who knows if it's a lie, but... Right. You know, whatever the case, if the man is in, he deserves it for sure. Um, supposedly, the second inductee has been rumored to be Ravishing Rick Rude, um, another deserving Hall of Famer. Unfortunately, not here to accept it. But if that is the case, then, you know, it's it, the Hall of Fame is looking top-notch so far. Um, sure. Let's see here. Um, let's talk about NXT real fast. Uh, we have a uh-huh. new... We have a new number one contender for Shinsuke Nakamura to go against. And it is the glorious one himself, Bobby Roode. Um, is it? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Um, now, Bobby Roode, he won a fatal four-way to for the number one contendership, defeating Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong, and Cien Almas to win his number one contendership. Um, so now it will be him and Nakamura in the main event of NXT TakeOver. Uh, Texas, which is going to be the night before the Royal Rumble, which is in San Antonio. Um, There's a guy named A Hundred Souls? Yeah, Andrade Cien Almas. Cien Almas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <right>. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's meh. Um, but yeah, so how do you see... Now, here's the thing. With the Royal Rumble coming up, and we're going to get into the Royal Rumble right after this. Um... How do you see this going? Because with with it pretty much being mania season, do you see either Rude or Nakamura being called up before mania time? Oh man, I, I don't know who's the like the the up and coming young guy who could take over the belt for them. I, I'm not I'm not quite sure, but I, Bobby Rude has been ready for the WWE main show for about five years. I yeah, mean, or more than that. You know, he was. For me, TNA's version of Triple H, he had that aura about him. He was my, you know, you know, Jay, I've always been a Bobby Roode guy. I've always wanted that dude to be in the WWE. So for me, as a Bobby Roode homer, I think he, he deserves to be on the main show. But if he's NXT's champ, man, that'll be dope too. I mean, I don't know Nakamura's English, so that's my only fear with him going up to the big show. I, I, you know, his, his, his limitations speaking English is tough. I think Samoa Joe needs to go up to the big show already. I think it's a little ridiculous that he's still in TNA. But obviously, he'll, he'll most likely be in the Royal Rumble. But um, I think I think uh, Bobby Roode will, will come to the WWE after, after Mania. Not the WWE, the, the main show after Mania. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think 
I think definitely Samoa Joe is going to be an entrant in the Royal Rumble. I, I also right. think as a as a as just a throwing out there, I think Ty Dillinger is going to be in the Royal Rumble also, um, at the number ten spot. Get it? Perfect ten. Yeah. He'll, <laughs> that that that's just. I mean, come on. Uh, anybody. Anybody could write that. Write this stuff at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But I honestly, I think that's just going to be an amazing match. I think not seeing Nakamura and Rude. Two totally different styles. Um, Agreed. Obviously, Bobby Roode is more of the technician. He's more of the ground-based. And Nakamura's, you know, that Japanese style of just violence. Um, you know, and I think Nakamura should be in WrestleMania. I think he should have a match. And not for nothing, no one is thinking about this. And no one has ever brought it up because everybody is for sure believing that it will be Triple H and Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. My thing is, and I'm just throwing it out there, and it's not going to happen, but just for sake of uh, of brainstorming and, and, and fantasy uh, drafting and, and booking here, um, right. what if we have the King of Strong Style versus the King of Kings? Now, now the only reason why I think of this is because who's the father of NXT? Oh, that's Triple H. Absolutely, Triple H. Now... What if Nakamura comes out of nowhere? Let's say they bo- they're both in the Rumble or whatever, and Triple H looks at Nakamura like, oh, something stupid, oh, my son, or some stupid shit, you know what I mean? Um, and, and Nakamura just knees him in the face and bloodies him up and throws him out, you know what I mean? And then it could start something going into mania, like, I'm the one who brought you here from Japan. I'm the reason you're here, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the old Triple H shtick, you know what I mean? Um, right. And then, you know, but then again, you know, it just leaves unfinished business with Triple H and Rollins, which I'm pretty sure will be Triple H and Rollins at Mania. But just to, uh, you know me, I, uh, I just think of shit, you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> it's like, what if they did eventually, if it's not at Mania, maybe later on, it could be, and they could build it like that, the King of Strong Style versus the King of Kings, you know, who's blah, 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 you know what I mean? So I kind of figured that would be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, I feel Nakamura should have a match at Mania. A lot of people are just clamoring for, uh, Nakamura AJ Styles WrestleMania match because of the match they had last year at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so, you know, I mean, I feel Nakamura should be on the main show. I feel, give Bobby Roode the NXT championship, throw Nakamura up there, see if it works, because I feel his character and his wrestling ability alone should trump his his speaking skills or lack thereof you know for sure so and 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 give bobby root a a couple of month title reign and bring him up but that's not yeah, gonna, that's yeah, not gonna yeah, hurt yeah. you know sure, so no so with the influx of talent coming in you know samoa joe nakamura root eventually uh dillinger all these guys come into the main rosters uh let's see which roster they go to smackdown or raw and all this yeah. other stuff because, you know, with the split shows, you know, it's going to give these guys a lot of opportunities. Um, so with NXT out the way, um, let's see here. Before we get into WWE, I'm going to just flip-flop here. Let's talk about Wrestle Kingdom real quick. I'm not going to talk about the whole card because I don't have it in front of me. And I, the main event is really what I'm worried about. Um, because that's the... Th- this one guy in particular is the one everybody's talking about. Uh, Kenny Omega and... Okada in the main event, which Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer actually gave six stars 
too. <laughs> Which has never happened before. I don't think any match has gotten a six-star rating. And he decided to give these guys six stars. And let, look, I, I watched the match, okay? The entrances were incredible. The match was really good. The work was excellent. You know, and you put, you know, Okada's a badass worker and so was Omega. So, you know, what do you expect? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, what happened afterwards, obviously Okada retained his belt, defeating Omega. And I believe that night or the, the next day, he tweeted saying um, he's going to leave Japan for a little bit to assess his options. Um, his future, to assess his future. Um, his journey may be different, but the result will remain the same. He will be on top. So, a lot of people are like, oh, oh, he's coming to WWE. He's doing this. He's doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody knows what Kenny Omega is doing except Kenny Omega. Um, obviously, would we want to see Kenny Omega in WWE? Absolutely. Why not? Um, then we got people like John Cena doing stuff. Like mm-hmm. like posting posting, posting pictures of him on IG, which is the same thing he did to AJ Styles a year earlier yep. before AJ debuted. So yep. and and this has become a constant trend with leaders of the Bullet Club. If you if you realize, Finn mm-hmm. Balor was the original leader. They brought in Finn Balor. AJ Styles was the next leader. They bring in AJ Styles. Kenny Omega is the current leader of the Bullet Club. Is he next? Who knows? You know what I mean? Now. Where would you rather see Kenny Omega start? Would you rather see him start in NXT or on the main roster right away? Oh man, I I want to see that dude on TV, man. I think he's he's cut from that same AJ cloth, man. I think I don't think he's as big, nowhere near as big as what AJ was when AJ came in. So it's a little tough. Yeah, I mean, and and also Finn Balor. You know, he came in, was in NXT for forever, and then got hurt his first night. So with with that said, you know, they, Finn Balor was kind of wasted a little bit because he was down there for so long. He comes in, literally his first night on Raw, he gets hurt. I would throw Kenny Omega on Raw or SmackDown immediately, man. I think he's dope. Uh, you got to have him as Kenny Omega. Don't change his name. Yeah. Don't, you know, don't let him be Keith, Keith Powers or something <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> You know, have them come in, and it's it's about time they buy they buy the name Bullet Club already, and freaking let these dudes run run a mark in WWE. See what the hell happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, if when if Kenny Omega leaves, I mean, the only members remaining. I mean, they still got a bunch of dudes there, but I mean, it's not going to be the same. I mean, no. you you the young bucks are still there. You still got you know. The you know the Tamatanga you know Ming's kids are there. Um, um, mm-hmm. you know you still got bad luck folly. Uh, um, <laughs> you still got a bunch of they still got a bunch of dudes, but it's the aura's not going to be the same without these you know without a Finn Balor, without an AJ Styles, without Kenny Omega. It's not going to be the same. So WWE might as well, like you said, just nut up, pay Japan what they got to pay them for that name. And just bring all these dudes back together, throw all this money at the at at the young bucks to bring them in. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the reason why the young bucks don't want to come to WWE is because they make so much money doing what they're doing that right. they feel like they don't need it. 
You know what I mean? Right. They could work Japan. They could work Ring of Honor. They could work PWG, and they can make all the money they want. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, bring those kids in, man, because those kids are, are nice, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, we just gotta wait and see when it comes to Kenny Omega. Hopefully, you know. I mean, supposedly Dave Meltzer said his contract is for until twenty eighteen. Another source said his contract is. Another source said his contract expired. So nobody knows exactly where Kenny Omega is at I this point. John Cena knows. And <laughs> we're see Kenny Omega. <laughs> I'm serious, man. John Cena he knows. Same thing with AJ. Listen, John Cena is as company man as company man can get. I don't think that dude will post a picture on Instagram without knowing something, honestly. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, he's the biggest, arguably the biggest star, uh, second biggest star. Nobody, you know, we're not going to get into that of all time. <laughs> you know, I, and he's the number one company guy. He's always, you know, Team Vince. I don't think that dude would make a post like that without getting that the okay, the stamp by anybody or knowing something at least yeah you know there's a reason why he people really i don't think people appreciate or necessarily know about kenny omega and cena's smart man he posts he posts the picture and a ton of people are going to be like who the hell is that why is john cena posting a picture of this dude it's like in in hip-hop when a rapper is like it features on some unknown dude's song and the unknown dude blows up because he's associated with with said rapper it's the same thing now everybody's like who the hell is the, the random dude with the crazy hair and, and, and sunglasses who is that who is that who is that you do your research you see the dude can work his ass off and now you already got the ball rolling for the by the time the dude makes his 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 uh debut john cena's a company guy he's smart he knows what he's doing i think it, you know that being said the little instagram picture i think it's proof enough because if it would have been any, you know, regular dude, you know, a Kevin Owens, who's an old school, you know, not old school, but an indie guy or, you know, any one of those type of guys, it doesn't really matter. But it's the, the main guy. It's the top guy. It's, that speaks volumes to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely I definitely dig that. And, oh, man, I, I, I'm fully, uh, like... I can't wait for the Royal Rumble, to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. um, like you said, it, it's definitely, probably besides Mania, it's definitely my favorite pay-per-view of, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of, of the year. He might year. debut in the Rumble, at the Rumble. Who knows? Hey, AJ did last year. Yeah. So, and he got a giant pop, and that's that Roman Reigns was in the ring waiting for him. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always that number three spot that is, is, is the surprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, speaking of which, with the Royal Rumble coming up, I mean... I mean, I, I I mean I know the answer to this, but you didn't see Raw this past Monday, right? I just I saw a picture of Goldberg in the ring. <laughs> 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 All right, so pretty much, um, as you probably know, Goldberg's in the Rumble match. Um, right. Brock is in the Rumble match. Um, now, so far, they only have about seven or eight dudes so far confirmed for the match itself. We have Brock, we have Goldberg, we have Braun Strowman, um, Chris Jericho, uh, apparently all three members of the New Day. Interesting. Um, And I believe from SmackDown, we have uh, Baron Corbin, 
um, and somebody else so far. So with that being said, with all the surprises and, you know, they're going to throw some bums in there. We're going to get our our troops and gold dust and, and, and <laughs> you know. The Brooklyn Not for nothing, bro. With, with, with it being in the Alamo Dome, you know, 60-something thousand people. And, and it being the 30th Royal Rumble, they're going to need to make this shit special, bro. You know what I mean? It has to be. You know? I, dude, I'm expecting Shawn Michaels. I'm expecting Undertaker. I'm expecting a bunch of crazy names to come out of there. Austin cameo. Bro, if Austin's in the Rumble... <laughs> oh, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be crazy. Yeah. It has to be the best Rumble ever, though. It has to be like that one with Van Damme and Booker T and... I think Triple H won that one. Oh, that was there, that was 2002. Was that was there. one of my favorites. Mr. Perfect was in there. Yeah, that's the best Rumble ever. You know, so I think the final four was Angle, Perfect, Hunter, and Austin. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's correct. So that one has, you know, I have to equate to that one. Yeah, I think 2002, and I think 92 was probably my favorite. Also, that's the one that Ric Flair won, and that he won the mm-hmm. belt at the end. It was probably one of the more star-studded. Rumbles. You had right. Hogan, you had Sid, you had Undertaker, Ric Flair, Randy Savage, Jake the Snake Roberts. You had a, it was a freaking Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. You had a slew of superstars in that freaking Rumble. Um, but yeah, man, with the Rumble coming up, they already have their main events and, and uh, most of their title matches, I'm pretty sure they already have. Here's what it is. AJ Styles defending the WWE Championship against John Cena. Um... You have Roman Reigns going after Kevin Owens in the Universal Championship with Chris Jericho in a shark cage. Um, a shark cage? Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? He's going to be in a cage lifted above the ring so he can't interfere. Um, oh, Jericho is lifted up. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I believe Charlotte defends the Women's Championship against Bailey. Um... Let me see. Does SmackDown have their women's title match yet? I don't know, but I'm assuming it's gonna be Alexa Bliss against Becky, Becky Lynch. Lynch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know if they have a tag title match yet. How do you feel about the New Day finally not being champs? They're not the champs anymore. Nope. Who's the champs? Cesaro and Sheamus. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> how, how is that going? Well, I mean, it's only been a few weeks, but uh, they already they already beat New Day twice. New Day got their rematch and lost again. Um, yeah. I mean, in good matches, because obviously Cesaro can work, and, and Sheamus has been... He's been less boring. Um, you know, they're doing the thing where the fans cheer one and boo the other, and they're a team, you know. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's always fun. You know what I mean? So it's right, been okay. Right. It's been okay. I'm, I'm honestly, and and you've heard me say this before. I'm just I'm sick of New Day, and and yeah, I, and yeah, I'm just yeah. and I'm just glad that they're not the champs no more. Cause and the thing was they broke Demolition's record and then lost the belts the next week. So, so you know that's how WWE do that. does. So I hate when they do that. <laughs> it's just like okay, we're just doing it to do it, and then we'll take the belts off of you. But mm-hmm. but now, I mean, how do you? Hmm. And, and now, the Rumble, obviously, is in a few weeks, and, and we're going to do our... Uh, if you want to come back to do the prediction show, I'll be glad to have you. Um, oh, absolutely. But uh, just early early prediction-wise, um, obviously, we don't know who's 
all going to be in the Rumble or whatever. But from the names that you have there already, you know, Goldberg, uh, Go, uh, Brock, Jericho, uh, Strowman, all these guys, you'll probably have like Sami Zayn and all these other guys in there. Who off the top of your head wins the 2017 Royal Rumble? Oh, man. It'd be nice to see Goldberg do it just for, like, you know, fandom mark out, you know, that type of thing. But they rarely give the favorites <laughs> the nod. Like, it's weird. Yeah. You know, they had the, the year that everybody wanted Roman to win it, he lost it. And then the year that nobody wanted Roman to win it, he won it. <laughs> so they never – for me, my, my fantasy pick – would be Goldberg. I mean, obviously, that's nostalgic as a seven, eight-year-old kid. You know, we love Goldberg. Yeah. Um, who do I think will realistically win the Royal Rumble? I don't. Is Seth Rollins in the Rumble? I'm gonna assume that he is. I I, I don't think Seth has a match yet. Um, he's been calling out Triple H, so I would assume both Seth and Triple H are in the Rumble. I I would say the final four or the final five would be uh, Braun Strowman, Brock, Goldberg, Hunter, and, and Seth. And I think the final three would be Hunter, Goldberg, Seth. And then the final two would be... Ah, oh, man. <laughs> and where do, you, where do you think Undertaker fits in that mix? I hope he stays home. I think he needs to fit on a couch somewhere and stay there at home and never wrestle again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he looks like. I, 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 yeah, well, suppose, I, I think Undertaker is going to be on Raw uh, tomorrow night. Well, tonight. Um, oh, really? I think he and Shawn Michaels are going to be on Raw tonight mm. because I think Shawn Michaels just did... He just did a movie. Yeah, I don't know who cast okay. Shawn Michaels googly eyed in a movie. He but, <laughs> but apparently he's in he's in a, he's in a film and he's gonna be promoting okay. he's gonna be promoting that. And I believe Undertaker's gonna be on Raw tonight as well. The thing is, and I and I told this to to our boy Steve from S and D. I was like, here's what I don't get. Right before Survivor Series, the Undertaker goes on SmackDown and he's like, oh, this is my home. We better beat Raw or everybody will rest in peace, blah, blah, blah. Why is he coming on Raw? Why? Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, they don't know what to do. For me, that yeah. makes no sense at all. You know what I mean? So, but whatever. I mean, it's <laughs> whatever. Um, so, I'm going to make a choice that no one is making. I have mm. not heard this choice come from anybody's mouth at all mm. because of all the big names that are in it. Mm. I don't... <sighs> Deep down, I know he's not going to win, but if he does, I'm going to mark out because this is what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think Chris Jericho is going to win the Royal Rumble. Wow. Yeah. You want to know why? Because I feel, and they kind of uh, gave me this idea on Monday that last week because Jericho and Owens are in the ring. They're doing uh, uh, the very first ever uh, segment for, for Kevin Owens, the Kevin Owens show, his own interview mm -hmm. show. Um, they, they, before they interview Goldberg, Chris Jericho was like, oh, I have an announcement to make. I'm in the Rumble. And Kevin Owens is like, why do you have to be in the Rumble? And, Ke and Chris is like, well, I mean, come on. If I win and we fight at Mania, whoever wins, we will still be the Universal Champion. <laughs> <laughs> that right there 
a light bulb went off. Because mm. everybody thinks they're going to break up their friendship anyway. So if right. they're going to fight at Mania, why don't you make it special and make it for the belt? You, that's why you're the Wrestlepedia, man. Nobody's... <laughs> <laughs> I would not think... I, I, that would be a bold move if, if, if Jericho were to win. I mean, it'll be... I don't know if it'll be booed or cheered. You know, when Batista won, people hated it, and it was such a terrible move that they had to make the main event a triple threat match, which is unprecedented. Um, I can't. I, I don't know. That'll be that'll be interesting, man, to see if he. I, I would say this. I, I think they'll have him in like the final three, final five, if, if that's how the storyline is going, and and then they'll play that. You know, they'll, they'll just talk about, oh, will Jericho win? Will he face his best friend? You know, that, no, yeah. they do. They, they're so cheesy. Yeah. But, um, and, that's my, the, my, and that's the beauty of having the two belts. Because mm-hmm. technically, they don't have to be the main event of the show. You right. know what I mean? They could be that the they could be the co-main or they could be in the middle of the show. You know, WWE mm-hmm. don't give a shit. They'll put a mm-hmm. world title match in the first match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe if AJ is still champion, which I feel he should be. Um, cause I feel that guy deserves it. Um, right. if AJ Styles main events mania against whoever, whether it be Undertaker or whoever it is, um, why not have a Jericho Kevin Owens match, which will be a good match for of the second heavyweight title in the middle of the show. It wouldn't hurt the show at all. Right. So, I mean, no, no, I'm not, I don't disagree. I mean, I don't, like I said. I doubt it happens because, you know, I mean, with all those names in there, uh, it would be it would be a out of the blue win. Let's say for the sake of argument, Jericho, everybody thinks Jericho got eliminated, but he's like hiding under the ring or some shit. <laughs> and cuz you know Jericho's a sneaky bastard. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so let's say like you said Goldberg and Lesnar and and Strowman, all these big dudes are still in the Rumble. And while they're, like, trying to eliminate each other, they're, like, halfway over. Jericho just walks in and dumps them all out. <laughs> that was hilarious. I think, uh, I think the Brock-Goldberg feud ends at the Rumble. And I think we might get Goldberg taker for Mania. Yeah. A, a lot of people have been saying Goldberg versus Taker for both their last matches. Um, mm-hmm. There's been some rumor of Taker and Cena. Um... There's been rumors of Brock. I mean, there's been rumors of Goldberg and Strowman, which I don't know if Strowman's ready yet. We're definitely getting a Goldberg Strowman jackhammer in the Mania, though. Oh yeah, well they. they, I mean, not Mania, uh, the Rumble, the Rumble. Well, him, they. What? This is why I wanted to. At the end of Raw, they had obviously, like I just said, the Kevin Owens show thing, and Goldberg Mm. came out and he was getting in the face. He was ready to fight Jericho and, and Owens by himself. Then uh, Strowman comes out, and he's like, I'll knock all you out or whatever. And then Roman Reigns comes out, and Roman Reigns and Goldberg squared off, and it looked pretty cool. And then all of a sudden, Reigns and Goldberg both spear Strowman out the ring. Um, the, it, Goldberg looks in magnificent magnificent shape, bro. Actually, like, he's gotten better since uh, 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 Survivor Series. Oh, yeah, he looks incredible. He looks incredible. Um, and Paul Heyman came out there, and the crowd was going crazy because everybody thought Brock was going to come out. And Heyman was like, my advocate's not here, so you got me. You got Paul Heyman. So 
So, I mean, it was just, it was it was a cool ending to a kind of, you know, lackluster show. You know what I mean? But I feel, obviously, when Re- WrestleMania season comes around, WWE always does its best to do a good show. Um, and then when Mania is over, they go back to lazy mode. But, um, right. but I'm, ex- I'm excited for the Rumble. I'm excited to see who shows up, who what surprises come around, um, who debuts. Who you mm-hmm. know if WWE has stolen anybody from any promotion? Um, uh, supposedly Kyle O'Reilly might be headed to NXT. Um, That'd be dope. He's good. I like him. Apparently Scott Hall's son Cody kind of leaked it on Instagram also because uh, Kyle O'Reilly posted a pic and I think his Ring of Honor contract and New Japan contract came to an end. He lost the Ring of Honor title to Adam Cole. Uh, at Wrestle Kingdom 11, and Adam Cole is the first ever three-time Ring of Honor champion. Um, Adam Cole's another guy that needs to be in WWE by 2017. And For sure. Because that dude, I, I, he's my favorite indie guy, you know, yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, by far. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, man, I, I'm sure you're excited. I'm excited for the Royal Rumble, and uh, it can't get here fast enough. So, you know. Love the Rumble. So... With that being said, I think, you know, we're pretty much done. We did about an hour and 46, so that works. Um, yeah, but one thing I wanted to do before we, before, well, this is your show, but before uh, we signed off, I wanted to, to to give super duper year-end early predictions since we're in the beginning of the year for each sport. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, you, your Super Bowl pick is going to be the Patriots. Mine is going to be freaking... The Cowboys. How good uh, does that watch. feel to say, by the way? Yeah, right. That I could actually <laughs> that I could say that. Um, we don't watch baseball, so who cares? But um, who's who at the end of the year for for July of 2018 or December 31st, 2018? Who's going to be your SmackDown champ and who's going to be your your Raw champ? Ooh. All right. Um, hmm. For the end of this year, who's going to be the champs? Um, <sighs> that's tough. Um, just uh, let me see. I think at the end of this year, John Cena is going to be a 16-time world champ and tie Ric Flair. Um, and for Raw, oh, man, I hate to say it, but I, I, I see another Roman Reigns title reign coming. Ugh. Um, I and I hate to say that. You know it hurts me to say that. But uh I see Cena and Reigns getting title title victories within the next year. Um uh, will they be long reigns? I don't think so, but 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 um I, I do see John Cena tying Ric Flair this year. I think it finally happens. Cena hasn't had the belt in a few years, if you want to think about it really. That is true. Um so I think he's due, not for nothing. Um yeah, so I, I see, uh, as much as it hurts me to say, I see, I see Roman Reigns because you know Roman Reigns ate a lot of shit after mm-hmm. after losing the belt last time. You know what I mean? And he's been demoted. He's the U.S. champ. You know what I mean? But he's always in the mix. So it's like, but they're, they're getting it right. They got it wrong the first time with him where they rushed him. Now yes. They realize he's not that dude, and they're bringing him not from the ground up, but they, you know. They they bring it. They, he gotta lose that costume. It's stupid. He gotta stop yeah. coming out with the shield music. Yeah. But, um, here's a here's done a, this the first time. Here's another bold prediction. I say Kurt Angle's in WWE in 2017. Oh God, I hope so. 
Jesus Christ. Please come off of the rumble. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I say a lot of dudes. I say Adam Cole. I say Ricochet. Uh, a lot of dudes, I believe, will be in WWE, whether it's NXT or in the main show. The WWE umbrella is going to have a lot of dudes come in, fresh faces. Sure. And I see a lot of dudes leaving. I, I feel like after this year, Kane's going to be retired. I feel Master. after this year, Mark Henry's going to be retired. Big Show's going to be done. Um, Undertaker's going to be gone. Go- we're not going to see Goldberg again after this year. I feel Brock Lesnar has another year and a half left in him. Um, a lot of guys. Jericho's not going to be around that much longer. Um, no. And not for nothing, another good two or three years, I feel like John Cena's going to be gone. So About that time, he's, what, 40-something? Yeah. You know? So, you know, a lot of young dudes are going to have to step up. You know what I mean? Or WWE's just going to have to give them the ball. You know, um, so yeah. So who who do you think are going to be champions at the end of this year? Uh, I'm not too familiar with the SmackDown roster. Like I don't know who's. Well, you got you got guys like happen. you got. Oh, you know what? I take back my. I mean, I still think Cena's going to be champ at some point, but mm-hmm. I I don't know how how popular this is going to be. But this guy has reinvented himself, and he's a probably the biggest heel they got. I think The Miz is going to be world champion on SmackDown. Mm. Listen, man, if The Miz could start cutting, pro- I don't know his work now, but if he could start cutting promos like he did on that backstage show, where yeah, kind of shit it all over Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I- I'm all for it. I'm not. I'm not against that. I think. I don't know, man. I, for SmackDown, it's, it's either John Cena or, or, or AJ Styles. But I'm I'm gonna agree with you on John Cena. I think they want to give him that. 16-time record or, or break the record or what have you, a tie, whatever it is he's going to do. Um, but for, for Raw, I'm going to go a little outside of the box. I'm going to say Sami Zayn. I think they're gonna wow. Go. Yeah, they, it's, it's been a minute since, you know, like a good guy, one of those Daniel Bryan type of guys has the belt. And I think Sami Zayn is going to have a big year. I think he has to change his music. It's terrible. <laughs> it's, it sounds like a Mexican, you know, TV talk show or something like that. Like, <laughs> or something. But um, I think he's going to have a big year. And I think that he might he might finish the year uh, with the belt, which which is cool, man. Everybody likes Sami Zayn. Where does Finn Balor how does Finn Balor fit into that? Wow, we totally forgot about Finn Balor. I think he'll get the belt eventually, like throughout the year. But I think, I think Sammy's gonna if he if he could find like a yes chant, not steal the yes chant, but if he could find something like that to have the crowd behind his back like that, I think I think he has that that Daniel Bryan type of. You know, swag to him where he's that 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 do the right thing kind of guy. He's a genuine good guy, and I, but he also has an edge to him. Yeah. So you know, who knows, man? It's it's a tough. You never know what these things. Yeah. All right. I mean, oh, to end it off, uh, who's your superstar of the year for 2016? We did 15 the last time we talked. Oh, AJ Styles. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my yeah, pick. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, AJ, man. He, he came and, I mean, in a year, he's he less t- than a year, really, because it's not even Rumble yet. Yeah, he, t- he, he, he just, he, wa- he, he walked in and took over, absolutely. Several matches of the year, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's ridiculous, man. He's putting himself, honestly, man, if he could, 
it sucks that he's already in his 40s because if he would have came to the WWE five, six, seven, ten years ago when he's 30, 32, where he's like technically in his athletic prime, yeah, and he would have really had a chance to go on a crazy run. But if he continues this run for a couple more years, man, he might put himself in that top ten, top five discussion of greatest wrestlers of all time, man. Yeah, which is why I'm kind of ex- uh, I'm very excited to see how guys like Samoa Joe and 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 Bobby Roode and and guys like that who came who've been in TNA forever mm-hmm. and, and now have come in. Unfortunately for Austin Aries, he's he's hurt and he's injured and he's you know he's doing the two hundred five live. Uh, uh, commentary and stuff, but um, he'll be back right. in the ring soon. But um, guys like that who are already up there in age, Shelton Benjamin was supposed to come back, but he got hurt. Um, I'm excited. Maybe Rob Van Dam can make another comeback. That would be cool. Um, that would be. But uh, but yeah, man, definitely AJ Styles. Definitely. Besides the whole James Ellsworth bullshit, um, I, I I definitely give AJ Styles the the nod for Superstar of the Year for 2016. Um, and I'm excited to, like you said, if AJ Styles continues this role that he's on for the next two or three years, he'll probably be a freaking Hall of Famer by the time he retires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 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 special, man. He's really, really, really special, man. He's his work. I mean, it's tough to say who's a better wrestler than that dude in the ring. I mean, he's he's ridiculous, man. I feel yeah, he's man, I feel he's I feel he's better now than what he was when he was younger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because he's I mean, a, he's adapted to that so-called WWE style, made it his own mm-hmm. while still doing the stuff that he does. Yeah, he's like one of the few guys that they that has really continued to do what he's good at. I mean, Kevin Owens had to dumb it down a little bit. Seth Rollins, obviously, he's not. Um, they took away the curb stomp, which is stupid. He's, does he still do the pedigree? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. See, that's just... But... AJ Styles, man, he's he's the he's the phenomenal one for, for real. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there it is, man. There was this this show was jam packed, and uh, sure. it was very enjoyable. Hopefully, all the audio came through. I'm pretty sure it did. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much a wrap. So once again, we're gonna try to to bring this back together we're gonna try to bring our old sure. old style of show to the snd podcast channel and uh hopefully we can get that done you know what my prediction is we bringing that back this year 2017 <laughs> sure, will be the sure. rebirth <laughs> and uh i'm still gonna be doing my thing and uh you know you know this has been izzy israel we As, might not even necessarily do a, a, a wrestling podcast. We just no. might do a freaking podcast to say, shoot the shit, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Izzy and Jay shoot the shit. That's, <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, it's not, who knows, man. 2017 is going to be good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, for Izzy Israel, thank you for coming on once again, brother. You will oh, be man. back for the Royal Rumble preview show. And by oh, then, man. we will be discussing probably Super Bowl topics by then. So for for Izzy, I am Jay. This has been my week in wrestling and MMA and NFL and everything else. (laughs) And, you know, I will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Peace out.
Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance, and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today.